0: AVMs are abnormal connections between arteries, which carry blood under high pressure, and veins, which are thinly constructed because blood within them travels back to the heart under low pressure. If the blood fails to distribute into tissues between arteries and veins, the resultant abnormality, a direct connection between the two, is known as an arteriovenous malformation, or AVM. In this situation, veins carry blood under arterial pressure. Their thin walls, unable to withstand such pressure, rupture, causing bleeds. In the brain, such bleeds can be catastrophic. In those days, AVMs were treated largely with open surgery, whereas now their treatment involves radiation or interventional radiology, both in their infancy in 1986. The patient about to be treated had an AVM that was partially based on the dura, the lining membrane of the brain, which receives its blood supply from the external carotid circulation that also feeds the skull, face, and skin of the head. AVMs create a high blood flow demand in their parent circulations, and unbeknownst to me, this patient's external carotid blood supply was on overdrive creating a potential for excessive bleeding from the bone and dura, my part of the case during the opening. Dr. Wilson positioned the patient, gave me his usual instructions, and left for room 8. There was nothing particularly challenging about the opening he demanded, thus my anxiety level was low. But when I started drilling my burr holes, I encountered brisk bleeding from the skull. I had carefully checked with both Hodes and Raffle on what I was to do in case of such bony bleeding, and had been told to stuff it with bone wax and carry on as fast as possible, for in such situations every extra minute meant more blood loss. As I connected my burr holes with the saw, the bleeding remained brisk, but I persevered. When the bone flap came off, however, The exposed dura was now pouring out a bloodbath. If it concerned me, which it did, it concerned the anesthesiologist even more. He urged me to call Dr. Wilson out of room 8 to oversee the problem. Having been repeatedly forewarned that Dr. Wilson hated messy exposures, especially bloody ones, and that I had to clean up the mess before he arrived, I said no and asked for more time. Dr. Wilson had given me an unusual instruction that day. In addition to exposing the dura, I was to open it and expose the brain. This was something he did with residents he trusted as a first step toward giving them more responsibility with the much-coveted main part of the operation. I was proud and rather surprised when I received this obvious endorsement of his trust, I had been told that this usually came somewhere around the third month of the rotation, and this was only my first. I opened the dura. Now the bleeding became an uncontrollable outpour. I tried to stem the flow with bipolar cautery to no avail. There were two particularly large vessels, abnormally enlarged and engorged with the AVM circulation, that were bleeding on the brain surface. They needed to be stopped immediately. I asked for a clip gun, a staple-like device used in general surgery that places metallic clips over blood vessels to control bleeding in the chest or abdomen. The gun snaps the V-shaped clip shut and thereby closes off the vessel permanently. I fired several clips into the blood vessels. The bleeding slowed down somewhat, but the field was still bloody and messy. All this happened in about 10 minutes. But when in trouble like this, time slows down. Every passing second is excruciatingly sluggish. My movements and the anesthesiologist's anxious glances into my field, all now in slow motion. By the time I fired those clips, the blood loss had reached two units, and we were still in the beginning of what promised to be an operation of epic blood loss. The anesthesiologist, a seasoned veteran of Dr. Wilson's OR, knew the pressures on the residents and accommodated them as best he could. But at this point, he had to take the matter into his own hands, for he was well aware that this patient's survival was more important than how Dr. Wilson would react when he arrived. Much to my consternation, he hastily called out for the circulating nurse to fetch Dr. Wilson.